Welcome to the Bethel Church Podcast. Each week you'll be able to check in for our messages from Sunday and other material. We hope that our messages encourage you in your walk and daily faith with Jesus. Make sure to check out our website, BethelStratford.org. Today, we're going to talk about kindness and goodness. Kindness and goodness. So let's pray. Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for just your sweetness in the room. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking to us. And Lord, I pray that you are able to just um, communicate through me today. Let my words be your words. Hide me behind the cross. And Lord, I pray for open ears and open hearts. That, Lord, not only do we leave here encouraged this morning, but we leave here maybe a little bit challenged. And that, Father God, we walk out of here as lights for you. In Jesus' name, amen. When we think of acts of kindness that we see in the Christmas story, you have to realize throughout the Christmas story, the fruit of the Spirit, as we're talking about, is so evident. Because what happens is, if you think of kindness, what you have to realize is Joseph. Do you understand how kind Joseph was to Mary? See, here's what you have to realize. When we look even at Mary, and we see her as the mother of Jesus, so many of us say to ourselves, like, man, to be the mother of Jesus, that would be such a privilege. Like, could you imagine Mary having the privilege of becoming the mother of Jesus? Here's what you need to understand. She was pregnant out of wedlock. Do you realize that she could have been stoned to death? So it wasn't her just saying, yes, I want to be the mother of Jesus. By her accepting and saying yes, she accepted the ridicule, the looks, the whispers. She left to go spend time with Elizabeth. Joseph didn't just keep her as a wife. He didn't have her killed. That's some pretty good kindness to start off the Christmas story. (laughs) Right? Like, what did you get your wife for Christmas this year? Life. (laughs) Right? Like, this is, so when he says yes, you have to realize he was not just saying I will marry her. He was protecting her. He was bringing her in and saying, no, she's still mine. Now, we all realize that he needed a little nudge from an angel visiting him. But I think most of the guys in the room, I think if we're honest, and our spouses, our future spouse came to us and told us they were pregnant, but said, no, 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 don't worry. It wasn't with somebody else. It was with the Holy Spirit. Most of us would probably need a little prompting from an angel. Right? Like, if Melissa came up to me and was like, I'm having a baby. It's not yours. It's God's. I would love to tell you That even though I understand the story of Mary, that I would be like, oh, I believe that. I would 
need to spend a little time in prayer. <laughs> but this is, we understand if we can relate for a moment. Like, I think sometimes we read the Christmas story and we just go, yep, this is what happened. Yep, that's what happened. But we don't realize what they walked through and what they went through. Joseph accepting her and caring for his wife, he protects her and loves on her. And the kindness of, as we talked about the three wise men or the magi, and just so you know, there nowhere does it say there was three. Again, Christmas carols. But we say there was three just because there was three presents, different types. And so we don't know how many there were. Um, it says that they came in like a caravan, and that wasn't a van. That was just like a lot of people. Um, yeah, they couldn't fold the humps down. It was just... Um, I have to give credit. That was Mike's joke. I totally stole it. He just whispered, and I made it loud. My guys, that was a good one, buddy. I appreciate it. I'm going to use it in the second service and not give credit. But no, so like they come along, they give all of these gifts of gladness and all these kind of things. Realize, kindness means the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. That is what kindness is. See, a lot of us, I think, when we're like, oh, we just need to be kind to each other. But what does kindness mean? Are you being friendly? We encourage you at the beginning of December that we want you to connect with people. Has anybody, and I'm not going to make you raise your hands... But have you reached out to connect with somebody? Have you reached out saying, oh, you know what, we should meet somebody for coffee. We should have them over for tea and toast. We should go out for lunch together. And Chad already said that we'll pay for ourselves so it doesn't feel pressure. Have you been friendly? See, a lot of us will talk about like, well, I don't get invited out. I don't get connected with people. Nobody invites me. But have you invited I have a mentor in my life, and one of the things he says, if you want friends, you have to present yourself as friendly. And so sometimes if you're sitting at home and you're like, I just wish I could hang out with somebody, call to somebody. So are we being kind? Are we being friendly? Are we being generous? Are we being considerate? See, I, as I see generous, um, I received a couple presents this week uh, due to my message on last Sunday. But I did receive uh, a couple questions about my message last Sunday that I am um, counter contradicting myself and not speaking correctly, and so I need to bring some clarification real fast. Um, and so I just appreciate the people who are listening. But last week I talked about my favorite pairs of socks and what they look like and new socks and short socks, and then somebody asked me, um, and so I appreciate the fact that you're listening. And they were confused because a few weeks earlier I had said that I don't like socks and I don't like shoes. <laughs> so I don't get deep theological questions emailed. <laughs> but you are listening at least to socks. So to clarify, I do not like socks and I do not like shoes. But if I have to wear socks, then I prefer, prefer new ankle height socks. I just... Are we clear now? Are we all good? All right. Just want to clarify the messages that I am sharing. Um, so people, are we being generous? Are we being considerate? 
See, generous means that I am doing something for somebody else. Generous means maybe I am buying somebody a coffee. Generous means I'm doing something for somebody who's not me. Considerate. In my mind, when I think of considerate, I will put you first. I'm going to consider you over myself. Sometimes that's as simple as walking into a store today and holding the door open. And just pausing for a minute and holding the door. Consider it is being kind to somebody in a parking lot and giving them the spot that you've been waiting for. I know, I just went into a dangerous spot. <laughs> Didn't mean that actually, but... Showing kindness involves understanding the other person and the way they are and accepting them for who they are. Do you notice that maybe even the person sitting right beside you is different than you? Do you know that there's sometimes the stress that happens is just us being frustrated that people do it differently than us? Do we accept people for who they are? See, here's the thing that you have to realize. Accepting somebody for who they are is not condoning what they do. But it's accepting them. We need to respect them and allow them to be involved and to include them and to talk to them. When we go to family and we visit family, they are going to do something that irritates you. Because they're different than you. And here's the awesome thing. You're going to do something that irritates them. Because you're different than them. I always wonder as I sit and talk with my family and hang out with them, when they do something that irritates me, and yes, they can hear this if they wanted to, um, that I, I don't say anything. But I wonder at moments when, I, when it does, and I'm like, ugh. Actually, I started going... How often have they went, Ugh, to me? <laughs> and you're like, and so if we understand that this is the way it is, you can be kind because they're being kind to you. Well, Chad, they're not very kind to me. Well, then you try being kind and see if your kindness rubs off on them. Kindness. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. I don't know about you, but the more aware I become of myself and all of my faults, the more gracious I become. Because I begin to realize how much forgiveness I need. And I'm not saying, like, even, like, sometimes when we use the word forgiveness, we think sin. But it's not necessarily just sin. I need forgiveness for all the dumb things I do. And so if I forget something or if I do something and, and, I, and I let my family down because I was supposed to bring something, I need grace. I need people to go, oh, Chad, don't worry about it. I need you to be okay the fact that as you're walking out, you have to ask for an invite card instead of just realizing you were sitting on it. But do we realize that we extend grace probably less than what we want? 
And if we begin to extend grace with the same measure that we want to receive grace, we'll show way more kindness. Way more kindness. And this verse should remind us to be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ forgave you. Is there someone this Christmas season that you need to forgive? Is there somebody this Christmas season that you need to forgive? Maybe it's only an hour old. Maybe it's only 10 minutes. Maybe it's a week. Maybe it's a month. Maybe it's a year. Maybe it's 10 years. Maybe it's longer. But is there somebody that even sitting here right now as I'm talking about it, their name is in your head. You can see them. And you just know, you know what, I I need to actually just let it go. I need to forgive them. See, forgiveness is not approval. Forgiveness is not saying what they did was okay. Forgiveness is releasing that control to the Lord. Releasing them of what you believe they owe you. Because if we forgive them with this same measure that Christ forgave us, I thank the Lord that Jesus paid it for me. And so today, can you forgive somebody? I believe as family, one of the things that we need to be careful of is as we're kind to one another is high expectation that we put on each other. And do you realize that the lower my expectation is, the lower that you can disappoint me? Do you want to know sometimes why a close family member can hurt you, but a stranger is so kind to you? The stranger is so kind because you have zero expectation. They don't know me, so I expect nothing from They held the door for me. When was the last time the husband opened my door? When was the last time my wife opened my door? just teasing. (laughs) But if we lower expectations, we will have less hurt in our lives, less offense in our lives. Because the way that I get disappointed is when somebody doesn't reach my expectation. We have to be careful. Is there somebody you need to forgive because they didn't meet an expectation that you set that was too high? Are we kind? Are we showing love? Are we being generous? Are we being friendly? Colossians 3, 12 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each, each other and forgive one another. If any of you has grievances against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. I'm intrigued by how many times compassion and kindness are together and how often kindness and compassion are connected to forgive as the Lord forgave you through Scripture. Our kindness is when we extend forgiveness. Our kindness is when we show love and we show compassion. We are to forgive, and we are to forgive quickly. 
That's hard, isn't it? I can forgive, but sometimes it takes me a little bit. I'm working on the quickerness. Is quickerness a word? (laughs) Quickerness is a word today. Don't Google it, but it's there. And then, actually, my next point goes along great. Don't beat yourself up with your faults. (laughs) Work on them. We need to work to improve. But we also forgive with the same mercy and grace that we give ourselves. So if you've made a mistake, do you want to know some of the easiest ways to smooth it over? Own it. Own it. Hey, did you bring the salad? Oh, uh, they ran out. No, I just, you know what? I totally forgot. Do we really need one? I'll go get one. If we own it without excuses, like I could have told you any reason those cars weren't on your seat. I, I, I drove here this weekend with them in my car, and I was supposed to bring them in, and I didn't. I forgot. It's just reality. But if we own it, it just goes over easier. Our kindness to forgive, if we extend, we'll receive. Romans, 3, or Romans 2, 3 says, So then you, so when you, a mere human being, pass judgment on them and yet do the same things, do you think you escape God's judgment? Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, and patience? Not really realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance. See, if God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance, do you realize that your kindness can point people to Jesus' kindness, which could lead them to repentance? If we are kind, we show kindness, we show God's kindness, people will be open to God receive his kindness, and receive repentance. We work to be kind. I think it's such a responsibility as I read that, that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance. But I believe if my kindness, if his kindness leads me, then my kindness can lead people to his kindness, which can lead them to Jesus. What a nice responsibility. Why are you being so kind? Well, somebody's kind to me. Who's kind to you? Jesus. How is he kind to you? No matter how many messes, up, messes I make, no matter how many times I make mistakes, no matter how many times I let him down, he still loves me. So you extend that to other people to the best of my ability. But that's why I still need Jesus because, well, I don't do it all the time. Do you know how many people think they have to be perfect to come through the doors? I gave somebody a tour of our building just a few weeks ago, and they asked me what time our services were at, and I told them, and they asked me this question. Do I need to be a member of something to come, or can I just show up? You can just show up anytime. So our kindness will open conversations to help people understand that our doors are open. Come on in, grab a seat. And hear the love of Jesus Christ. 
Matthew 10, 42 says, And if, everyone, if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to the one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. It can be as simple as a cup of water. It can be as simple as a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, kindness. Hebrews 3.13 says, Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing so, by doing so, by so doing, wow, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. What a verse. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. I had a cup of coffee with this stranger. They were such a wonderful person. Could it have been? Really? Could it have been an angel? As we read that verse, one of the things that stands out to me is the fact that some of us find it actually easier to be kind to strangers and the less privileged than those whom we know well or we believe don't deserve our kindness. Do you know when God asks us to be kind, he doesn't ask us to evaluate who we're being kind to? Well, I know they need this, but I also know this. Well, what is God asking? Is he asking you to be kind? Be kind. I believe that today you will have an opportunity to show kindness. I believe this season, every one of us has an opportunity to show kindness. Even the smallest detail today, look for it. Look for it today to show kindness to somebody. An opportunity, a privilege. So who does God want you to be kind to today? Who does he want you to be kind to today? Who does he want you to forgive today? Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till tonight. After the service, first thing. If you know you need to forgive somebody and you can do it through a text, do it now. Don't wait. Because if he's prompting you, if you're like me, you'll find an excuse later. But if you know you're supposed to, do it now. One of the other gifts of the Spirit at Christmas that we see is goodness. Goodness, the fruit of the Spirit of goodness. God's goodness is shown through Christmas. Do you realize that God planned Christmas the moment that Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit? The moment that the relationship that God created and designed was broken, he designed Christmas. That's his goodness for us. His goodness, he sent his son to restore a relationship that we broke. That we broke. Man separated himself from God and God made a plan to restore the relationship. He sent his son Jesus, his one and only son, to die. That whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting this is what God did. The moment it happened, God knew. 
Why did it take so long? I don't know. But he wasn't drawing up a plan. He had a plan. And he sent his son to restore a relationship with you. This is his goodness. 2 Peter 1, 5-7 says, For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. And to goodness, knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control. And to self-control, perseverance. And to perseverance, godliness. And to godliness, mutual affection. And to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, you will keep, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our goodness will lead to love in our lives. The goodness that we have will lead us to loving others. It will lead us, I'm, love the way it's written, it'll lead us It'll keep us from being ineffective and unproductive. It also says in verse 8 there, possess these qualities in increasing measure. Does, you know what that means? It can always increase. You never are there. Well, Chad, I'm pretty good. There's always more goodness. There's always more love. Because we can always extend more love. And if we realize that if it says increasing measure, that there's always areas for us to improve in, again, it brings us back that if you realize there's areas you can improve in, you will show grace to others. Because if you don't have it made, neither do they. And showing that goodness, showing that love, showing that kindness, this is what will draw people to Jesus Christ. Goodness in the English language learner's definition, it says the quality or state of being kind, honest, generous, helpful. The quality or state of being useful or effective. So even our goodness loops in with the kindness. Are we honest? Are we generous? And once again, are we generous? And even the definition goes back to what 2 Peter says. It keeps us in a state of being useful and effective. Do people see us as kind? Will your co-workers describe you as kind? Would your family describe you as kind? Would your boss describe you as honest? Would your family describe you as honest? Would your neighbors and friends and family consider you generous and helpful? We need, as, a, as believers, we need to let our light shine this Christmas season. We need to shine so bright so people can see the love of Jesus Christ. This will draw people to him. Draw them to his love. 2 Thessalonians 1 says this, With this in mind, we constantly pray for you, that our God may make you worthy of his calling, and that by his power he may bring to fruitation your every desire of goodness and your every deed prompted by faith. We pray this 
so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. My prayer is that he brings to fruition all of these gifts in you so that he will receive the glory, that he will be glorified, that people will be drawn to him by the way you love, the way you show the fruit of the Spirit. Kindness and goodness. As I stated earlier, I know that we're encouraged to seek the gifts and that we're supposed to do. But scripture says that your neighbors will know. They will know us by our fruit. They'll know you by the fruit of the Spirit. They will know you by the fruit of the Spirit. So this Christmas season, let the fruit of the Spirit flow out of you. That the name of our Lord Jesus be glorified in you and through you to be the witnesses he has called us to be. That is the goal. That is the desire this Christmas season. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for the privilege and the honor to be able to come before you and lift up friends and neighbors and co-workers, Lord. And Lord, I pray that you open up a door for every one of us this week to be able to just to share your love. Lord, it's Christmas. We understand that your son came. We understand that he came and he died for us. And so, Lord, with all the different beliefs in our world today, the one thing everybody still knows is that it is Jesus' birthday, whether they celebrate it or not. And so, Father, it is such a time where we can share you and not be offensive. And so, Lord, I pray for open doors. I pray for confidence that you're going to give us the words to speak, the things to share. Lord, I pray for the understanding that we don't need to actually get them in here to lead them to Jesus, that we can pray with them in a driveway, we can pray with them in a coffee shop, we can pray with them on a lunch break, that, Father, we can lead them to you anywhere, anytime. And so, Father, give us that courage and that wisdom, Holy Spirit, in your name. Amen. Thanks for checking out this week's message, Bethel Church Podcast. We hope that it's blessed you and encouraged you, and that you come back and check out next week's message as well. 